to the Sunday edition here on the Fifth Column Network. I am Trezen, a host of Prime News, and I am joined with uh, two great guys in the studio today for today's show, the Reggie Mathis. What's up? How's everybody doing? Good? <laughs> oh, I'm feeling great after this weekend's <laughs> event. Yeah. And we are joined on the blue couch, the revolution. Say what's up. Hey, howdy. Howdy there. <laughs> Uh, got quite a bit for y'all today. Yes. Uh, it's quite a few topics, but we're definitely going to hit on Universal FanCon and the crazy fiasco that went down beginning Friday and its cancellation of its event a week prior to the uh, con. Uh, we're also going to talk about Kanye and his comments um, uh, with regards to Candace Owen, uh, a conservative uh, black woman who's on the right. We're going to talk about Barbara Bush's funeral and Trump not attending Tiffany Haddish in the video where she's going clean off uh, about yes, she she's going clean off about a TMZ staffer who pissed her off and then lastly it is prom season so we're going to talk about uh, <laughs> the trend of dads going around taking pictures with the girls yes. with guns in the photos but first we're going to start off straight up with Universal Fan Con. No need in even trying to tease y'all. Yeah, get ready, crack your knuckles, ah, drink your water, uh, your mimosa, whatever you're doing right now. Uh, we're just gonna jump right on in with Universal Fan Con. And I think first up, we should just start with the timeline, y'all. The timeline of the cancellation of this event. For those who don't know, FanCon was scheduled to be next weekend, April 27th through the 29th in Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, on Friday, this tweet right here behind me uh, hit Twitter where someone said, Hey, Universal FanCon, just got an email from the Hyatt stating that the room you booked for me has been canceled. Please advise. And Hyatt Concierge said, Hey, uh, we've been advised that the group has canceled this event with the hotel sign lovely Jen M with Hyatt Concierge. And it turns out, indeed, mm. that uh, the event had been canceled not only with the hotel, but at the Baltimore Convention Center, uh, where the event was supposed to take place. <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> hold on, weren't you supposed to start out with something? Oh, I was, oh my God, I forgot. This is why, this is why we have a team of people, I forgot. It's even on my notes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me back up. Have to make some disclosures. Okay. Just two disclosures here okay. for the Fifth Column Network. Uh, we pride ourselves on our journalistic integrity. <laughs> Something that doesn't necessarily exist anymore <laughs> on the interwebs, <laughs> but we're SEN. We take this seriously. We do. So first things first is uh, Universal FanCon had a Kickstarter video that they had, uh, so you can get a sense of what they were planning and what they were uh, trying to throw and create for uh, black geek culture and that video was created from scratch and edited and produced by the fifth column network uh, specifically the revolution and the voiceover that you hear on that video is Jayco and so we want to let you know that we were uh, the ones who did that video we were not compensated for it we did it completely as a favor 
uh, for someone that we knew on the Universal Fan Con team. So wanted to let you know that. And then the second thing is, I personally, uh, as a PR consultant, uh, had a contractual relationship with Jamie Broadnex of Black Girl Nerds, um, who is listed as a co-founder of uh, Universal Fan Con as well as the director of community outreach. Um, that contract. Uh, was probably signed about six months ago, but nothing ever materialized in my job to help her monetize uh, the brand of BGN. So definitely need to let you guys know that, um, you know, no so we don't pull a, received. huh? No. Oh, and no monies were received with regard to that as well. So we don't want to pull a Sean Hannity here yeah, and right. uh, <laughs> not disclose <laughs> relationships and let you guys know that our, our reporting here certainly would not be biased or affected by that relationship. All right, is that good, y'all? That's good. Yeah. Okay, that's good. All right, roll back. <laughs> to, yes. the, to the timeline where the sh oh the ish hit the fan on April 20th because people got emails from the hotel yeah. saying their rooms for this event was canceled and they had not gotten any notifications from Universal FanCon that this event had been canceled. Can we just stop right there and, and talk about that? Yes. Well, okay, well, let's let's do the let's okay, before you take your note there. So uh -huh. Here's so let's what we know. Let's uh -huh. talk about what we know. Right? Okay. Okay. So the convention hotels apparently didn't receive full payment in time yep. to mm -hmm. keep the room blocks reserved. And can yep. I say that I have reached out to the convention center as well as the hotel uh, for yes. comment and confirmation. The convention center uh, won't respond. No comment <coughs> on that. Okay. Uh, but it has been confirmed that the hotel didn't get its particular right. payment. Okay. And let's and let's also uh, I would like to add too uh -huh. that not only in the disclosure. But we reached out to uh, members of the Black Geeks and uh, Jamie Broadnax herself yes, yes. because we felt after discussing that, <coughs> excuse me, that it got really messy and very personal. Very. And so I mm -hmm. thought, I thought mm -hmm. uh, when we when we all were having this conversation when when Friday when this stuff right. kind of came out, right? Um, to reach out to them. And say, hey, um, l l let us give you a platform to have a, a dialogue about it. Right. So people can hear your face, I mean, see your face, hear your voice, and you kind of have a, a platform that's very neutral, that's not looking mm -hmm. to do you in or trip you up. Right. And what you said, well, you said because I think we'll get into more of that, but mm -hmm. we reach out to them. Um, neither parties um, responded back saying, "Hey, yeah, let's do that." I think that'll be uh, good for us, or even a representative right. come right. and speak for them. Right. So we want to put that out there that we did, in fact, reach out to them. We did, and and re in regards to coming on to you know share that side of the story. So with that being said, uh, again, hotel mm -hmm. uh, didn't receive full payment for the room blocks. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk more about the room blocks, right, Reggie? Yes. Okay, the yes. convention center removed the conference from its schedule uh, because they didn't know if it was still happening. Uh, yesterday, uh, so this will be Friday, before mm -hmm. things went down, at least one staffer resigned. Mm -hmm. Yes, her name was Melanie Dion. Okay. At Beauty Jackson. Okay. Um, a Twitter follower named Jasmine underscore Joiner uh, found out that the VP of the con ops has a serial was labeled a serial convention scammer. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, one of the con founders tweeted blaming the hotel for canceling everything without warning. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. This this founder has deleted all his tweets about the cancellation and locked his Twitter account. I believe the person that they're speaking about is Darth uh, Geekonius, better known as Robert Butler. Yes. Correct? Okay. Um, Then the con was allegedly contractually obligated to give 60 days notice prior to cancellation to avoid um, putting their attendees into financial hardship. Yes. Yes. And then after that, everyone's statement... Went out. went out so mm-hmm. yep yes they did indeed so uh the first statements that went out uh was actually by fancon on twitter okay. uh, and they were like we see your tweets your messages your concerns we will have a full update later today on the status of the convention we realize the immense severity of the situation and our teams will be working to address everything as soon as possible thank you for your patience and understanding that was at 2 15 p.m on friday um so there's that uh can i just say right then uh that ish was wholly inadequate yes uh right that statement right there was inadequate i think what was really pouring salt in the wounds is that that statement that they made everybody wait for came nearly 12 hours later it was pretty much in the the, the heat of the night (laughs) and yeah they 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 dropped the ball in grand fashion with these statements very grand fashion um, and then so uh, when that second statement did get finally posted on their website, um, it was a long one. Uh, and I can tell you that after people read it, it really pissed Twitter off mm-hmm. big time. It took really no real responsibility right. for uh, what happened. It basically said that uh, they had a financial deficit. And so they had to cancel it, no, postpone it for that reason. There was no listing of any refunds that would be offered. Everybody was just going to have to deal because they had to deal because they put money in too, so they were losing too. <laughs> um, and I invited them to come see a movie. Hey. Uh, still, because st- of, you know, the cancellation. We're still putting <laughs> on this Infinity War. So, y'all can come see that. <laughs> People was pissed. Um... <laughs> After people showed their festivity on Twitter, uh, Universal FanCon board continued to alter and update and edit yeah. their statement uh, to reflect what they were reading, um, but never really coming out and speaking. So this yeah. statement was also issued with no name attached to it. There was yeah. no face. It was just, hey, this is what it is, a bunch of FAQs and, and, and that. So it, it was all a mess. It was all a mess. The, what? <laughs> the first thing that they should have done, mm-hmm. I mean, is just jump in front of the situation. Absolutely. We've got phones we've got periscope we've got instagram live we got facebook live you get on you tell hey this is exactly what happened this is the money that we were dealing with this is the situation uh and 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 you cannot go into hiding and i I say this because Mm -hmm. the 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 platform that made you will defame you quickly you mm-hmm. cannot act like mm-hmm. you are the same way that you hop on to trash other people. Uh-huh. They will do the same thing to you. Yes, they will. So you have to get out in front of it. Yes, you will. I, I, I agree with you 100%. I do crisis management <laughs> in, my, in my day job. And reading this, the first paragraph, I went, oh, my God. Like, low-key, 
your your first statement should be uh we effed up fam we fucked up <laughs> we effed up we were in over our heads we didn't know what we were doing and there was a moment when we could have turned around and made this better and we chose wrongly okay it, like th- that yeah. should have that should have been it okay so I, I kind of want to for me I want to unpack there yes right but yeah I want to unpack there yeah and so my my opening salvo in this and I want to be very definitive to each and every one of you who's out there the tens mm-hmm. of people watching mm-hmm. on uh, our social media platform right now Periscope YouTube Facebook let me say this mm-hmm. no one in Universal FanCon set this up to deceive and be fraudulent about what they were going to do. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. They were not trying to scam any of you. You know, I'm speaking personally saying this. They Mm -hmm. weren't trying to scam anyone. Mm -hmm. Okay? The problem is everything in which you said. There has been zero humility. That's right. And it, throughout this entire, yes, the entire, I mean, from from the onset, yes, where the humility goes, hey guys, no, if anybody is a fan of Dragon Con, right? Mm-hmm. Dragon Con is in my backyard, Atlanta, Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. And Dragon Con did not start out where it is now. Exactly. Right. San Diego Comic Con right. did yes. not start out where it is now. The problem is there. Is and and Reggie mm-hmm. during the, uh, in pre-production, he had a great point that I yeah. want him to get right into. Yes. But the problem is there that we as black people always feel like when we have to go out there and do something similar, that we have to compete immediately yes. with whiteness. Yes. And I, and I will say this: this is a problem that we've had here at the Fifth Column. Where we like, oh, it's got to look like this. It's got to feel like this. It's got to be like this. Because, you know, the white boys, the white spaces, Mm -hmm. you know, we got to show that we're just as good as they are. And when you, excuse me, uh, Reggie and myself Mm -hmm. have combined uh, almost 30 years in event planning, Mm -hmm. execution, design, like... Of events like this, mm-hmm. so Reggie, go, go ahead and say what what you. Okay, there's there's so much to begin, but yes. um, because when I first saw the Kickstarter for twenty five thousand dollars, I knew this yes. was not possible. Yes. Impossible. Because okay, there's not only just the hotels because hotels want their money, and and um, they can move away from you. They can get more business from the transient the transient rates than they can from group rates so if you don't provide that on uh, that, mm-hmm. that money and that backing then they're going to back away okay that's number one there's also the convention centers now when you have a big event like this mm-hmm. normally convention centers will make their space available for free mm-hmm. but if yes. you don't do yes. the necessary steps yes. to actually make this bid it out <coughs> you go to different cities and say hey we have this fan kind we want to have it in potentially your location um, these are our guidelines. You send out an RFP. These are our guidelines of what we need. Mm-hmm. You need a free convention center. That way you cut down on your cost mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. I guarantee that they're, they were probably spending upwards of ten, fifteen thousand 15000 for just the space in of itself. Then you start factoring in flights, 
rooms for guests and anything that they have, any appearance fees, it shoots up yes. immediately. Yes. yes. They didn't do their due diligence in knowing what they were going into and they flopped. Big time. Big time. And it, listen, if they had have thought this through and said, hey, we've got $56,000, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a smaller event. We're going to do something that um, will still make us proud as far mm -hmm. as um, mm -hmm. black, Latino, um, LGBTQ. We'll still do something, but it will not be what was normally a considered a con. Mm -hmm. Because you, you, you can't, there's a reason that those are organizations that outsource yes. that type of planning. Yes. They don't do that in-house. They yes. outsource that type of yes. planning because it's something that professionals do. It would have been successful. Something that on a smaller scale, something similar to what kind of popped up right. after, right. would right. have been, been accomplishable. Yeah, the air, like the huge error is you got this 56000 and didn't create it going this way. You, you right. tried to take it and say, ah, we're going to be able to depend on ticket sales. You overestimate interest and you're trying to build it this way. And it, it's, that was a huge financial did blunder. Did they overestimate interest or did they over... Let's be very clear. Uh-huh. Let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. Was it... How many followers does Black Girl Nerds have? Can we... 200,000, something like that? Probably more than that. I know Jamie has... I'm going to put it at 200,000. Yeah. Uh... Because I, I, I just want to be very clear here. Hold on. Uh, black Girl Nerds. Okay. Black Girl Nerds, oh, you, you were right, J. Cole. It's 149K. Uh-huh. Oh. Wait a minute. What? No, this is not the original number. Yeah, this is after. This isn't the this aftermath. This is after aftermath of people. This no, she was at three hundred. Yeah. Yikes. She was at three hundred. So now yikes, it's at one hundred and forty-nine k now. Yikes! 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 Okay, so I remember. I remember. I can't. We can't confirm it now, but now it's at one hundred and forty-nine. Mm -hmm. But it was at three hundred. Last I saw, it was like three hundred and ten thousand. Mm -hmm. So just three hundred thousand. She was signed on to do outreach, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. And let's let's, you know, we're always talking about code switching, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. let's really talk about code switching. Jamie, you got the lane. You got all the followers. You're the face of the right. brand. Exactly. It's your job to get these. Buttons it's your job. You you go put asses in the seats here, mm -hmm. and I don't know what the contract is. And so the thing is, is that we were all looking at this and go, man, if you got three hundred thousand followers. You know, let's just say ten percent. I, I mean, five percent would have been a great start. It would have. And I think they thought, okay, we raised this money, and they said we'll do this, and we'll make our money back off. They of went into sales. it like how we used to go into it for planning parties. So when we were playing parties in school, mm -hmm. my fraternity, we mm -hmm. would say, you know what, we may have to come out of pocket, right, at the at the front end. But we know this is a homecoming party. It's we're going to be able to hit them at the door and we're going to come. You can't do this for that. Yes. And here is the thing. You got history with your You yes. know from time over time yes. who, what to expect, what the to number expect. to expect, how much money. You got, exactly. you got records. Exactly. A history to show. Can we just go here? There's a history of the affiliate organizations who were a part of this throwing events throughout the year prior to Universal FanCon's existence and not having good attendance not having good attendance 
how can you expect exactly a, a, a number of even 10% of your following to come to something like this when your smaller events aren't showing that kind of buying interest, if you will. And the conversion rate for your followers converting them into what is actual business um, is very minute. So the idea that, yes, you have 30,000 or 300,000 people that you speak to daily on Twitter, mm -hmm. that they are actually buying um, and, and, and that they will be consumers of whatever product that you could put out was a falsehood. Yes. That should not... We, let's, we should, let's stop right there. Because yeah. that's getting on that I'm a social media exactly. influencer. Exactly. Really, are you really... How, how much active. of your following is ready and willing to purchase yes. based on you asking them to or advertising to exactly. them to? And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. You have a bajillion followers, but what is the quality of your following? Is it a following you have where you can just give brand awareness? Because I do think mm -hmm. that BGN has a brand yes. awareness following. Yes. yes. They will retweet, they'll share to get the word yes. out. But I'm not sure that they have the quality of yes, we will click go. We will click yes. We will buy. If you look at your t-shirt sales or anything else that you're selling, that will tell you the quality of your following. I don't think any of the other affiliates had a following that was ready to buy to, to really activate the influence that you have. I think it was a huge error to think that you was you were going to get the financial support you it, were looking it, it for. Borders line it borders line incompetence. It borders incompetence. They, again, from the beginning, from the onset, mm -hmm. this should have been thought out. When you just only when you only receive fifty thousand dollars, and then you started to actually see how much space costs. When you started to see how much flights cost. Yes. When you start to see how much hotels yes. cost. You should have backed away and decided to do something smaller. the The fact that you stayed with this. Let's me know that no one on this board has ever done anything, yes, ever has ever planned ever. any event of any of importance. Right. I think there were a couple of uh, celebrity guest panelists who said that they hadn't gotten their flight information, See? they hadn't gotten their room information when they should have gotten it, and I'm like, that's a huge red flag if you can't meet those uh, those demands. And and I think the revolution mentioned. Uh, there were a couple of very vocal people who were involved with the 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 um, fan con who kind of disappeared quietly. Oh, Orlando Jones, like Just he, he he disappeared, and I was like, "Where's Orlando at?" You know, mm -hmm. and he was like, you know, really big at first and mm -hmm. promoting it because he has a relationship right. with BGN, um, and you know, she's done a lot of live tweeting and, and Orlando. Looked out for her when uh, her house caught on fire. Mm -hmm. uh, that they formed a relationship, and and I think that everyone saw that she had such relationships with celebrities, A-listers, mm -hmm. and you know, it, it, it just hadn't translated. But let me say this. Yeah. Let, let me say this. Yeah. Okay. When that dollar amount came through, and the Kickstarter, the amount? Kickstarter the amount, and then. I assumed that they were going to, because they kept talking about the Baltimore Hyatt Regency, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you can get you, mm -hmm. you can get you a you can get your ballroom, you can get you a ballroom, mm -hmm. you can get you a ballroom and mm -hmm. and set it up and turn that out." I yes. was like, "Yo, y'all could turn that out, you know, three days." I was like, "You know, my thing was I was always scared about the three days. I was always like, ooh, that's yeah. a lot of money that's a lot. because you got labor, you've got turning of the rooms. Listen, there's a lot that goes into this." On the hotel side, 
uh, on the convention center side, you've got to pay for labor. You got to pay for union, uh, union labor. labor, union labor in DC union in, in labor. Baltimore. Then you've got to pay for electricity. You got to pay for any telecom needs. Just Wi-Fi alone. Exactly. Like Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi listen, 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 for our convention, Wi-Fi was thirty thousand dollars. Was thirty thousand dollars at the convention at the Baltimore Convention Center. So again, it should have been backed up all the way up. And they should have said, wait, wait, you, you had an event at the Baltimore Had an event at the Baltimore Convention Center. You had to do I, 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 I don't want to scare you guys away with the cost. No, don't let this go, fam. Listen, yeah. the cost for our convention at the Baltimore Convention Center, $1,500,000. That's a five-day convention at the Baltimore Convention Center. Jesus. That's you, AV. Yep. That's decorating costs. That's power. That's um, yes. Uh, that's uh, uh, telecom. That's yes. flights, hotels. Like this is a big undertaking, it's and the massive. fact it's massive, and the fact that no one set aside and said, you know what? How are we all getting there? Oh, so we got to pay for our own flights. Wait, let's back up then. If we got to pay for our own flights, then this isn't going to work. Because you had, I don't know, it may have been like 20 people that was on the board. That alone, if you all, all of you guys are going to be there for your hotel for those three nights, I'm guaranteeing you're not spending your own money for those hotels. You were probably thinking this, this is going to pay for that. So 20 people, you times that by, they probably the room rates is probably about 175, 180 a night. And then you talk about flights going there. Listen, it gets outrageous. Just on that. Just on that. Just on booking. It's, listen, you with that fifty thousand dollars, I said, okay, I, I I was questioning like, okay, where are we going with this fifty k? Right. You know, and 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 you think, and let me be very clear, these are educated people. Yes. You know, these people have master degrees. Yes. These people have lettered. Yes. These people are not, you know, this, these are, I know. You need the education in the right. And the, <laughs> yes. And seriously. Yes. And, and so that's always my thing is that here's a problem where I feel like they created a cabal of favoritism. Mm. Mm-hmm. Of these mm-hmm. are the people we'd rather work with mm-hmm. and not going to work with the people that will help you execute it. Mm-hmm. And it turned very clicky, and it has been very clicky. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to saying, you know, like, uh, did you see what uh, what's his name said on the Breakfast Club? Uh, one of the Wayans, uh, Marlon. Marlon. He said he get on the phone with Dave Spell like, man, how'd you get the 20 minutes? Sit down, little nigga. Let me tell you how mm-hmm. I did it. Right? Mm-hmm. And he said Dave Chappelle would do that. He said white men will beef with you and everything, but they'll get on the phone like, hey, I got this deal for you. Uh, let's get ahead and talk money. Mm-hmm. You cannot be friends and, and, and do business. Black people, we, we have to be best friends. We have to be yeah. all in oh, and, yes. and, and to do yeah. business yeah. instead of getting the right people who know better right. to go, you know what? Hey, I want this to work. Man, let me go get him. He know what he's doing. But it gets very ego-driven. And here's the problem. This, this, this was very ego driven mm-hmm. because what you're saying and what we're saying is is that you got the money and you knew like whoa 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 okay our eyes are much bigger than our appetites exactly so at some point where before dollars start going out because let me say something you and I both knew when I, I still thought they were at the hotel when I heard convention center I said 
Oh, y'all had $250,000. You had a quarter of a million dollars. Yes. Three days? Three days at a convention? Listen, man. How many shows have we? How yes. many shows have you and I done at a convention center? Yes. How many have we done at a hotel? Yes. How many have we done at small? I'm talking yes. like on somebody else's dime. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling people. I kept telling people. Look, fam, get this cabal together, mm-hmm. and let's go get on somebody else's dime. Yes. Mm-hmm. And not it's it's just like building a church with the with the with the church folks money mm-hmm. and not actually going out there and getting loans exactly. and doing it the right way so you're not indebting your members mm-hmm. and your cash strapped cash all the time it's uh-huh. like yo you got to go to work you got to come to church you got to keep my church open not actually mm-hmm. financially sound and it was just like what are we mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. you know and i can really say that you know i'm not we weren't put out of money we were going we were gonna go. We were gonna cover the event. We had the whole thing set up. So I mean, we were out a little stuff, but it's, it's neither here nor there. But there are a lot of people that are out, big time, big Good. time, big time. Uh, you've got people who have spent a lot of money preparing their booth. A lot of people who bought a lot of stock or yes. inventory to to sell. It, there are people who had it already mailed to the hotel. It was sitting there waiting. People who paid for hotels, paid for their flights that were non-refundable. You've got Twitter threads going around. We're just trying to help people to try to recoup their costs, how to call their banks or their credit cards. Mm. You know, creating tumblers and other mm. places to showcase their their stuff to try to recoup some of these costs. The financial ramifications have been just devastating for a lot of people and for for the marginalized people exactly. that you were trying to provide a safe space to. It's just been crazy. So a lot of people are questioning where the money went. Uh, the, the FAQ said that the convention center is holding all that money. I exactly. want to hear from the both of you on just the Go reality away. and the, uh, uh, you know, because I'll just say in my own personal mm-hmm. experience of planning events for organizations and associations, you know, there's a deposit there's a balloon payment there's these types of things right and so a little bit might be non-refundable for the most part it can be refundable if you don't meet such as what is in your experience for something this large would all this money been really poured into the venue like this yes okay absolutely and here's why Mm -hmm. because especially this again this is why you do things like a rfp and you send and you site uh, visit and you bid the process out because you don't want to be hamstrung and be tied to this one building. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it didn't happen like that. So this building is saying, well, we were guaranteed this amount of business for this weekend, mm-hmm. a prime weekend. Uh-huh. We blocked out. We could have sold this space to other events. Mm-hmm. In order to even get that, that space, you had to put down not only the deposit, but then also they to say for labor that was going to be here for this weekend they've all all of that all of that money is gone it's spent you're not getting that back Yikes. you're not getting that back but again this is why you say your rfp we will not put down a deposit we will uh we are not guaranteeing for uh food uh, fnb yep. we you this is why you do these type of things that way you protect yourself because if you're going to it blind like this you can say, well, all right, we can, we got, we, we're not going to be able to, to cover this. Let's back out and, and both sides kind of mm-hmm. move, move along. I'm so I, glad to hear all of this. Oh, go ahead. I have on. a question on this. So um, as far as the convention center, why did they not, like how, how long do they give you before they say, okay, you, cannot, you can no longer have They this. usually give you about six months. Six months you're locked in. 
So, so did again, they know? So they probably they they the convention center has been paid. Is the thing the convention oh. center has been paid? They gave them six months to back out before they say, okay, this is our money. This event is definitely happening, right. and we can go along with the the planning of this event. Uh, this brings me or reminds me of something that kind of was a, a red flag for me when this was announced. Is So they raised this almost $60,000. Oh, hey, this is great. And then I feel like the next big announcement was the date. Mm -hmm. And mm, the date made me go... I'm glad you said what? that. What? Yes. You raised this money at the end of 2016. It was Christmas time. You announced the date in 2017 as the conference being in 2018. And I immediately went... Oh God, this is a red flag. I don't know about y'all, but you can read any marriage engagement magazine and they'll tell you you need a year to plan a wedding. To plan. To plan Not, a wedding. You need a year to properly plan. Like, and I'm glad you said that because on the way here, I was like, man, why, why the fuck did they lock in a date? So early without knowing. First of all, you locked in the place, the venue, and the date before knowing cost certainties. Like you have to know those things before you're able to say, <laughs> yes. "All right, we're gonna do it at this date." Yes. You have to know those things. Otherwise, again, then you paint Robert Peter to pay Paul to try to make sure that you hit this date. In, in December, they should have just said, "You know what? Now nah, we're done. We're not gonna be able to do this." Mm -hmm. And with that, let's go on to the next subtopic of legal ramifications, right? So uh, Revolution said, hey, I don't think people started out with this with the intention to scam uh, or ill motive. They were trying to do something. We had some incompetence come in the picture. But then we have too many points in the stories that we're seeing on Twitter where y'all knew that y'all didn't have enough money. You're talking February, March. I think one of the gentlemen from uh, Three Black Geeks made a video the other day yes. uh, and said that they kind of knew in February, March that they didn't have enough money. Jamie Brodex issued a statement on her website and she confirmed February, March, uh, didn't know you had enough money, but definitely by April 3rd, uh, knew that they didn't have enough money um, and I'm guessing from even uh, I think Jeremy Whitley is his name uh, the gentleman who uh, one of the guest panelists was saying I kept asking at certain points for my information to confirm my flights and yada yada y'all knew then you didn't have money and then the big kicker for me is you knew April 3rd y'all didn't have enough money but you're selling tickets still up to maybe a day before uh, the Hyatt concierge yeah, pushing the tickets that before the Hyatt concierge said this has been canceled and so I'm looking at oh do we got any fraud here do we have any we definitely have breach of contract for sure for yeah. all the panelists but you've got a point where you knew and still was taking money uh, from people and there's no way in the world you can meet those balloon payments N no way at no. all at least hearing the numbers you guys are giving me with no. regard to how much a convention center costs and and again this is why they should have backed away in December like and each month each month they should have been able to sit down with each other and say uh, okay what are we looking like um, this is the mark that we need to get to with ticket sales mm -hmm. so we can guarantee that a hotel gets paid so we can guarantee that uh, that the convention center gets paid. If we're doing an um, a AV company, an AV provider, this is how much we're going to... So, and, and that drop dead date mm -hmm. should have been way out in advance. You, The ticket sales that you're selling from, let's say, six months out to the actual convention, that's just gravy. That should have just been... Mm -hmm. Yeah. That mm -hmm. should have just been uh, uh, money to, to go to the pot to have maybe yes. the next year. Yes. The yes. money, but, but up until that six months, you should have known how much money needed to put on this event and to guarantee for flights, uh, for hotels. And if you didn't have that amount, 
then you back that and say, listen, guys, we're sorry. Uh, we tried our hardest. Uh, ticket sales didn't match uh, what we thought. We're not going to be able to put this on. Right. And, and you could have just moved away from there. People who didn't wait until text time or whatever mm -hmm. to actually start booking their flights, they would have been saved all the hassle. Mm -hmm. So other legal thoughts, Chesane? Like where are you at with other legal Thoughts. You know, <clears throat> we've got. I I did find uh, proof of who Universal FanCon is from a legal mm -hmm. entity. Uh, it's just uh, two of them. Their names on there. I believe it was uh, definitely uh, Geek. What wait a minute? No, Robert Butler. Robert Butler, and uh -huh. then the Austin. Um, it's just two gentlemen. Just two people. Just two people is listed as members slash owners officers of the organization. Mm. So when it comes to people wanting to file class action Ooh. lawsuits and trying to get their money back, I'm like, ah, you you had two people who were to be legally responsible for this entire thing, and I'm sure they don't have the they deep pockets the to make them worthwhile defendants. Man. Like it, it it is just a bad situation. They should have listen and you got to protect. Oh my gosh! You got to protect yourself. I think they did. I think they were LLCs. Yeah, but here's but, the thing: with an LLC, it basically means we're only liable for how much money we, we put, put in. in. We can only be held liable financially uh -huh. for that. So it, it <laughs> and they don't have any money personally. Mm. So even if they were doing things to where we're like, ah, let's disregard the LLC and sue them personally, what are their personal assets that can be seized to satisfy any judgment? It. It leads me to more of a conversation of this gimme gimme Patreon Kickstarter yes. GoFundMe culture where you're just giving money to these things and you're not being smart in what you're investing into. What are you gifting into? And you guys are just giving money to these things without the necessary details to understand is what you're sowing into good ground. Like it's unbelievable to me. And it and it actually just brings me to revolution bringing up church. This is how church goes. Y'all keep sowing money into poor ground and you get in a situation where you know now it's everything relying on you coming out of your pocket to sustain something that probably didn't have a good foundation in the first place it's it's all it's all a mess it's it's it was all a mess and and I hear people upset and mad I, and I'm like can you look at what you were investing into you made a decision to do this even the person who gave the $5,000 came on Twitter the backer yeah, and go like, Reggie because I need to hear about yeah, the Patreon coaching <laughs> okay first of all you guys when you do things like this when you um, give money to Patreon to Kickstarter um, can we step outside of ourselves for a minute and just look at the mission that was to be it was to put on an event mm -hmm. um, you do not own this event um, any success that came out of this event would have been gone to the, the planners and the, yes. the actual organizers of this event yes you if you don't have the money to give don't give it the idea that oh I, I gave this money to y'all I expect listen all that they were at, they asked them uh, for a certain amount of money to put on to to put on an event. If they had to put on any event, it would have sufficed. But since they didn't, it, it kind of hurts this my 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 point. But the idea that you guys can now just say, "Hey, give me this back, give me this back," no, that that's not how the real world works, man. You guys cannot be so. Um, uh, when you go to uh, to a store, or uh, when you go and, and Patreon, a, 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 say a restaurant or whatever, mm -hmm. um, you're going there with the good intentions of, well, I'm gonna give my money, 
and I am hopefully going to get a product that is that suffices. Uh, but you cannot then be so angry where you're demanding of this organization that was doing this out of goodwill that you're demanding sort of, uh, financials that aren't there. They're not there. Yeah, I wish people understood that giving the Kickstarter go is a gift. It's a gift. It is a, a gift. gift. It is it's not securities it's investments. Not exactly. <laughs> this is not. Gift. This is not. This is not you giving money to to see stock. To no. The stock. This is not how this works, man. No. And you have to go into when you're giving to understand that when I when I give money to somebody whose uh, parent died or something and they put up a GoFundMe, I'm not then saying, hey. Um, I want the flowers to look this color, and I want, uh, <laughs> right. and, and if they don't look this color, I want my money back. And or, or if it's mm-hmm. not, the, the mm-hmm. casket didn't come like how I thought. You guys, so you what? You just went ahead and cremated her, but I gave this amount of money. Nah, that's not how it works. That's goodwill. That's out of your good, uh, good faith of uh, you giving and goodwill. It's a gift. Move on. Yes. The only, the only part that people have actual. Uh ground to stand on and wanting their money back is we've made purchases thereafter exactly. based on promises that you've given us. We've been induced, if you will, yeah, to the do vendors. these other exactly. things yes. based on, you know what I mean? You kept saying everything was okay when it wasn't and we did these things based on what you're saying, those right. misrepresentations. So that's the only, but with regard to Kickstarter funds, you gave it, it's over. It's over. It's over. My, my favorite uh, tweet is people talking about, I took vacation days. Your job will be more than happy to cancel <laughs> those vacation days. <laughs> Listen, they will say, you know what? You, you coming to work? Okay, cool. Wait. Cool. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> now, here's the thing that I would like to get to. Yeah. We have, because we have uh, Rafael, uh, the VP of content, Rafael Martinez, yeah. uh, on the line yes. waiting to jump in here. But here's the thing that I want to say. Uh, mm-hmm. Reggie, and we were when we were in pre-pro and we were talking, I need for the blame. Like, I need us to talk about who who we believe in. And I want to say this. I want to say this. And and Reggie had a very similar sentiment. Mm-hmm. I blame the people. Yes. Wholeheartedly. Absolutely. I blame the people. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly. I blame everyone. Like, let, let's be very clear here. You all's expect... No one managed their expectations Mm-mm. on, the, on the, the fan side. Right? Right. And because everyone wants to come in and be like, I want... Black San Diego Comic Con, right? And you go, well, wait a minute, guys. Like that—that's—that's that's a million. That's, that's a five million dollar million dollar venture. That's a seven. Do you know? Even with sponsorships, yes, right. Yes, even with yes. all the money, they're still pushing out millions of dollars. So, Reggie, you made a point. I want you to make your point on that. I yeah, want you and to make it. and it speaks to. Um, I hate to say this, but black people are, we have um, unrelenting and we also have unrealistic expectations of our own events. Mm-hmm. If this had just been at some, uh, whether it be a ballroom or if it had just been at a, a just like how the, the was it WICON, Comic Con? Yeah. If it had just been that from onset, mm-hmm. the numbers wouldn't. Let's be honest. Black people wouldn't do it, wouldn't come. Nope. They would it say, wasn't. oh, this janky thing that we we put fifty thousand dollars to this. Yeah. This is as much as you would come up with. Yeah. Black people just wouldn't support the, the same. Right. So they felt and they were like, oh, okay, well, 
We've got to yep. we've got to actually uh, make this into something that is replicable to what they've seen. And they couldn't produce that. Mm-hmm. They couldn't. There's no way that they would be able to produce mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But again, it speaks to our own arrogance and our own ignorance and how we look at financials and how we look at money and how and what what they could do on that type of a budget. The moment you saw twenty five thousand dollars, yes, you should have known that this wasn't going to be right. something small on a small scale. And on their end, the moment that they only put twenty five thousand dollars. This should have just been at some uh, warehouse yes. and just kept it small, yes. kept it funky, had a party at the end. And made and it bit, dope. And made it, made it dope. That's what it should have been. Because here's the thing that I want to say here. We are cool. We the cool. Yes. We can go anywhere and turn anything out. You know, but it's like, like you said, like we always got to stunt and flex. And I just was so upset with that, with the stunt and flex mentality. And like, we just don't celebrate, like, let's just celebrate each other. Like, let's get to a venue where we can control whether it be dope. Yes. People will show up. We will have every marginalized group give them a time yes. to get onto the main stage and talk about their position in fandom what it means for them everybody yes and have all the vendors there and let's not overly promise the certain um uh, level of celebrity yes yes why (laughs) can we uh, i i was very thrown off as planning went on to see all these lack of melanated people on the panels and as the guests I was very thrown off by that that the revolution was like why are we doing this we shouldn't be using bloggers it should have been been the biggest black latino asian gay uh, disabled uh, it should have been every man we all should have been able to see and touch and talk yes. to all the people yes. that we've been watching and live tweeting with and, and had a shared event and moment in time. Yes. But we always out here star fucking. Always. We are always out here star fucking. And that star fucking has cost us big. Big. Huge. Big. Huge. And you know, I, you know, and, and, and look at the rem- ramifications of that, of having all these stars who don't look like us. And as soon as this ish went down, here the, the articles, here they come. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. All the white, oh, all the white publications came to eat y'all alive. This should be a lesson. This should be a lesson. You will know why? Hmm. Because they hate the D word. They, listen, yes. these yes. white yes. publications yes. have been waiting for this. Listen, the article was written. Yes. Was ready. It was ready. ready. They was hating hey. because they hate diversity. Because and that's diversity exactly what the, that's exactly is, right. oh my God, those blacks, those Mexicans, those Asians, they want to be in everything. Yes. Just leave the characters white. Just leave Star Wars the way it is. Yes. I don't want them in my space. And you know what? You We should have abandoned that fandom shit a long time yes. ago. Yes. We can enjoy yes. it, yes. but we need to be supporting everyone that looks like us that's creating, that's doing it. Yes. You, Rafael Martinez is on the line. Rafael... What 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 do you have? Just give me your thoughts and takes give on it. everything yes. that we said thus give far. It. At the end of the day, it's just a case of Universal Fan Con wasn't so much just 
a monster that was created by incompetence. It was a monster created by the community, quite frankly. Like, the egos of the people involved that were Jamie Broadneck, that was the Black Geeks. These were people who had been held up for a long time and never once criticized, never once questioned, and therefore you got vendors, you got attendees believing everything they say. They believe the $25,000 price when that's anyone with a brain will tell you that's just not how this works. <laughs> and what happens is you get into a, a paradigm where because they look like you, you almost go, well, they can't possibly try to do me wrong. But the sad part is there is a marginalized portion of us that will screw over other marginalized people. And I don't think they went into this necessarily wanting to screw people over. I think they went into it with their best intention of, well, we want to put together a cool fan con. But I remember you and I, Ray, talking when the Kickstarter first was announced. We were talking about this up until last December as a hotel convention. That's what we assumed it was. So when you tell me to go to the Baltimore Convention Center, you, where's the money coming from? And um, you, and the fans on the streets, and the fans on the Twitter, that's what they're asking. Like, how could it have been that we invested so much in you people for so long, and you had sold us this bag of goods of what you could provide, what statue of level you are, all these quote-unquote connections you have, how could this have screwed up so badly? And... To your point, Ray, yes, fucking Bleeding Cool News was waiting to report on the failure of, of this con. Polygon had not mentioned the Universal Fan Con once all year, but they had an article about this weekend, though. Yep, right. Yep, they got that up immediately. Right, they got it up, and that's, and that's really interesting. And you know, and let me say this, let me say this. I hope, I hope if this video gets out to any member of the Black Geeks, Jamie, uh, anyone else that's on the board, anyone that are fans, I hope that you're actually listening to what we're saying. Yes. Because we're not being like a lot of people who saw blood in the water. And let's, yeah. right. let's, let's, let's go into that. Let's, opportunistic let's go into that. The cannibalistic nature of black people and of uh, and of uh, it shouldn't exist. We say it shouldn't exist in and um, uh, black nerdum uh, and black geek, but it does. And the blood in the water and the ready to feast on who I don't but the the faves your fave your fave did this and, and they said this to me and I I'm gonna tell it and like that that made me genuinely sad and I don't know this you know I've only been on Twitter for four or five months but seeing these comments mm -hmm. I was genuinely sad about how the opportunistic People were to kind of rain on and stomp on the grave, and it's dead. Uh, Black girl nerves is dead. Hey, uh, she ain't gonna see no more money. And, and it's, listen, man, these are livelihoods that people were trying to build. And again, they were building. Jamie wasn't building Black girl nerves for herself. She didn't. That's not what she started off for. Right. She started off to create a space right. that people kind of flock to. And I know other people who wanted to do be in that space as well. And if they had the opportunity to be as big as Jamie was with Black Girl Nerds, they would have taken it. And if they had an opportunity to be a co-founder of what was Universal FanCon, they would have taken it. And if they had an opportunity yes. to then capitalize yes. on that, they would have taken it. But since it's not them in that position, mm -hmm. they feel the need to kind of jump in and kind of capitalize on the opportunity to get in some of her fans. Yes. And it's sad. 
it's ridiculous and doing it in a in a negative way yes. and now coming out with stories about working with Jamie so we've kind of got this uh, the revolution is called the me hashtag me too where people are saying I've worked with Jamie and BG and let me tell you my story and there's a flood of people who are now telling these stories and I know a question from you guys in here is why are you doing this now uh, I think there was one lady who said she worked with BGN for two years and now you're coming out with stories about what it's like to work with with Jamie and why do you take advantage of this situation now when you've had plenty of opportunity to do so in the past Ralph please I've been a part of this bird community actively on Twitter since 2012 and I think when the question asked, why didn't anyone come forward earlier, people forget the level that Jamie was in the community, that she was a high-respected level. She had connections. And when you, when you hear these women who have come out over the um, weekend, some of the common answers are, I was afraid of being blacklisted. I was afraid of, you know, everyone turning on me. Because she has a powerful fan base. Like, she has gone toe-to-toe with a lot of people on Twitter and that fan base has latched on to those people and attacked them very aggressively. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> like I remember her and Michael Che going out in SNL and while he was trying to talk to her, you know, I feel that respectively, she was coming out in a very different, aggressive way and her fans took it, oh, that's our license to do that. There are several stories such as Jump, at Jump for Joy who just recently left BGN and she was saying, yes, I left on bad terms. I left with the dishonesty she had. I left that there was a problem of transparency within the site. And you get someone like Miss Miss T. Franklin, who was a part of that whole journey years ago and was unceremoniously blacklisted. So much that BGM would not cover her comic books, though they were getting traction other places. And it also confirmed that there was a blacklist going around where you do not talk about these people because Jamie does not like these people. You get people like Rebecca Theodore, who's a well-respected writer for um, RogerEbert.com, movie critic, and she is confirmed, yes, these things are true. It became, what started out as a situation about Universal FanCon, then turned into something about Jamie Broadneck, which, for the first time, on social media, people were finally critical of her. So that's when I was like, oh, wait a minute, I can talk about this story finally, I can finally get it out there, and that's why a lot of people were coming forward. And the thing about BGN is, sadly, very much like, not to say she's on this level, but like a Harvey Weinstein thing within the Blur community, it was very much known that some of these things had happened. But once again, you, she has all the connections, and a lot of people respect her, so you were afraid of being ridiculed and blacklisted. So, it's a very complex issue why people didn't come forward. I'm happy they came forward now, at least, a lot of them got off their chest. A lot of them are holding on to this for years. So, you know, and it's something that's been happening for some time. Reg, Reggie has a comment. Well, my thing is, okay, again, I'm not, again, I'm new to the Twitterverse, but what is the I, or what is the problem with people, uh, this is Twitter, we share this space, um, go create your own uh, stop worried about what other people uh, are saying and like, uh, you can't speak about this, I, I don't get this world. I'm of the world, I mean, I'm of the mind of, um, well, she doing that over there, I, and she's blacklisting, I can go do it, I still have the internet to me, it's free, this place is huge, I can make my own connections, I can talk to uh, people that I want, like, I don't get that, I don't get that, 
Yeah, Dave. Didn't Dave Chappelle just say this? Didn't Dave Chappelle say if somebody got in your way and killed your yeah. dream, then it really wasn't. It your really dream. wasn't. Your, listen, <laughs> listen. The internet is too huge of a place. It's too huge of a place. You can create your own following. You can create your own content. You have the. You have the wherewithal. You have the wherewithal. I don't get, and I don't. I, listen, I, I, I'm gonna call bullshit on people who say, "Well, Jamie was uh, was blocking my shine, or, or Jamie blacklisted." Like, not, nah, nah, fam. Go do it yourself, then. Go do it yourself. And in, in respect to the ones who came out, a lot of them did do it themselves. But if you look at the promotion they got before, as opposed to when they did go against her, it's street, it's strictly different. It's completely different. That's that's and McDonald's. That's whether you work for McDonald's or work for. I think, to negate, uh, I think to negate the fact that someone has a huge role in the community, it, it's obvious. And we we see that all the time in Hollywood. You know, you see it all the time in any industry. And, and that's the risk you take, but that's the necessary uh, avenue that you have to take. Like I, I get it, I get it. It's the risk you take. You have a, uh, a smaller, you have a smaller reach, you have a smaller audience, but that's the risk you take with going against the grain. Whatever have you, go against the grain. Do what you need to do, but don't go and then uh, now's my opportunity to now. Now I can voice my opinion. Like now nah, you can go and go do what you need to do and keep speaking on it. Like now nah, Jamie's an asshole, uh, but I, I'm still gonna do what I need to do. I'm still creating my own. Avenue. But yeah, Jamie, she's an asshole. And I'm gonna keep letting you know every every uh, time I see a tweet that I don't agree with. Jamie's an asshole. <laughs> like, you, like you can do that. And, and again, I don't get the world. But y'all, y'all, y'all speak to it a little bit better than me. I don't, no, I don't understand this fear. No, you're intelligent. No, fear of Twitter and fear of. But I feel like, like that exists even in real life offline, where yes. it's like you got this one black person in the industry yeah. who has all the power, and you have to show allegiance if you want to get your, your your whatever your scraps given to you. You might get more publicity. You might you have be more fame or get more recognition. But you're underneath the auspices of this very powerful black person, and if you dare try. To come outside of that nigga in charge, you're gonna be all alone by yourself, and it's gonna be small. But it is a risk it's over here, and it, it does take guts, it takes courage, and it it takes really having a real dream, as you said, to be over yeah. here by. I don't need this. Sure, would it be nice, but I don't need all the other stuff to come with it. Exactly. And and I, I think that's kind of just where you're coming from. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Ralph, do you have a, a, a closing statement you like to make? I think at the end of the day, it's like with Universal FanCon, it just really screws up a lot of opportunity for a lot of future cons and future projects. Because now, the second you come out, that's the first comparison they're going to make. Mm -hmm. Like, this thing isn't just a closed, blurred community, community thing anymore. This thing is on the Hollywood Reporter. You know what I mean? Like, this thing is out there. So now you've got to really come correct. You know what I mean? But at the same time, what I hope it does is it enlightens people that yeah, they are great people they are doing great things for the movement, but you need to ask questions. You need to be critical yes. when things don't sound right. Blindly yes. yes. trusting idolatrism has always historically led minorities to fucked up places. We do it all the time. You know what I mean? And we need to be more critical of our leaders. We need to be more aware of what's possible. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that no one followed to ask, wow, they only raised 56000 Where's the other money coming from? Orlando Jones left. I wonder why. The American Gods cast left. Big Daddy Kane left. I wonder why they're all bouncing quietly and not making the public think about it. You know? And with these statements, it 
has angered a lot of people because now you're hearing different stories about the money and stuff like that. It's it's heartbreaking for the blur community, but everything we've seen posts where the nerds of color have recently put together uh, basically a backup pop-up con, you know what I mean, called Wicked Comic Con, and it's going to be in the Baltimore area. A lot of people who are shit out of luck with their flights and hotel reservations are going to go there. So out of that, we got probably the most nerdiest thing that could possibly happen. Someone went to the spot, and now all, they're all going to hang out now. What well, should have happened in the beginning? That's what should have exactly. happened in the exactly. beginning. Like, it's just what it should have been. The style of convention we all agreed upon is going to happen anyway, just not with them. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, anybody else? I mean, like, was there any other uh, comments? Of, you know, because, again, uh, like I said, I wanted to make sure that we were uh, open and honest and, and fair about this discussion. Um, oh, thanks, Ralph. Uh, we'll talk later, bro. No problem, buddy. All right, later. Um, I I thought that w- once the dragging started, like the very grimy drag, I was like, uh, and and you know what's what? The, when I like saw people, people allies, and I, yeah. and, and I'm going to be very honest with you. When I saw people, I'm like, you were just in bed. Mm-hmm. Was you were just yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and now because there's blood in the water, yeah, f her, f her, her, and you want to know why? And you, but I really want to say this, y'all ain't slick. That's right. Trying to capitalize. Y'all yes. trying to cap. Y'all yes. want that spot. Exactly. Y'all want that crown. Exactly. Y'all want that crown. You want the crown. It's listen. This. Is the episode? This is the red wedding. Yes. This is Game of Thrones. Yes. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> they didn't kill the pregnant woman. They, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and it's all pettiness. Everything is. It's entitlement. It's arrogance. Mm-hmm. It's pettiness. It's you know these click these little mm-hmm. fightums. Mm-hmm. It's all of this stuff mm-hmm. in the name of. And I'm gonna say this. I don't want to hear this ever again from this community. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear shit about the culture. No. No. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear shit about because nobody cares about nobody the actual cares culture. About the culture. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares because at the end of the day, this is about profit and face. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. One hundred percent. Can we talk about profits real quick? Because I, I took a look at Kickstarter and mm-hmm. he said you're not allowed to give equity to anybody in a project funded by Kickstarter. And there's an article where Jamie Brodnick said that a part of her contract in lending her face to this project was she was going to get a kick of the profits. And I'm like, yikes. Yikes. So, this you know, is why you need to know what you're getting into before you start attaching your name on, on, the, on the project. But you don't do that when, again, ego is the driving force yeah. of what you're doing and not community. And I, I think that's a huge thing here in this thing is nobody was looking out for community. Mm-mm. They were all looking out for self. It and gets you every time. It will. And the people who are on Twitter now are looking out for self. Everybody's looking out. And it's black women. It's black. It's, 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 I want to say it. Man, I can, like y'all listen, man. People f up all the time, and I might just be personally triggered by this, but you know that's neither here nor there. But somebody f's up from incompetence, malice, whatever, and y'all come for them because you've been wanting to come. Man, you've been what you've been waiting for your opportunity Ooh. to slide right on in and start stealing and with. And this woman has lost nearly half of her followers. You know, not excusing for whatever she did, but y'all have 
contributed to it because you are trying to take that head nigga in charge mm -hmm. spot. Listen, it's despicable. It is despicable. It's no different than when we had the conversation about Omarosa. Chick went down and here comes black women by Felicia and all this other stuff in very yep. public Ready. forms. Ready. But y'all always want to say, hey, sis, how you doing, sis? You so okay, which sis? Is which is it? Which is it? Which is it? Which is it? I don't trust Do you it. care about your sister? You can't. Or, or do you, no, you don't. Or you you don't. can't. You don't. You can't. And if, listen, man, and, and, and this other thing, like we keep, we keep saying, oh, why y'all giving invitations to the cookout? Why do y'all want to include all these people who are waiting to drag you, Hollywood Reporter, yes. Bleeding Cool, it was enough, man, these white publications who ain't mentioned y'all asses. Wait they mentioned y'all black asses in support and solidarity to y'all. They, they, they went to work on the weekend to drag you. On a weekend. Uh, they went to work on the weekend to drag you. Listen. Wait a thousand word count. They went to work on the grammar. I'm digital. No typos. I'm usually taking my vacation, but. I'm here for this lynch. I'm here for this. I'm here for this lynch. This digital lynch. I'm here for Oh my God. Y'all gonna learn. Y'all gonna learn. You know, and I want to say this. Like, I hope that moving forward. Moving forward, that we put ourselves first. Yes. yes. And I'm talking like real community. I want real. Co Listen, y'all. I love y'all. I love everybody. If 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 we've hurt somebody, if if Jamie has hurt somebody, if Black Geeks, you know, let me and let me say this right. I know it's a gang of these people that don't like me. <laughs> oh, they're waiting. <laughs> L listen here, okay? I have, and I'm not grinding no axes here, right? Mm -hmm. Let me say this: when it comes to blurred community, I have been pushed all the way over here. I know it; mm -hmm. it's clear. Mm -hmm. I've never gone so far as to say I'm blacklisted. I don't care. I make my own moves. Right. You know what I mean? Clearly. Cardi B's mouth was jacked up, but she said, "I ain't gotta dance no more. I make money moves." <laughs> and she told who a dentist what? Listen. And guess what? The money got stacked out. You wanna know why? Cause she was humble. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna tell you something, man. Mm -hmm. Let's get humble. Let's forgive each other. Yes. Like let's let's get yes. to a place where like all of these air of grievances, let's everybody receive it. You, whomever you hurt, slide into DM, pick up that phone, hash it out. Because I'm gonna tell you something. This whole thing could be the Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Rising mm -hmm. from the ashes, mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe we get a more stronger, more unified community from this. Maybe yes. we can galvanize yes. and move forward. But this is my sister just had a conversation with myself and Tresina the other night, mm -hmm. and about teamwork. Mm -hmm. She's in therapy. Mm -hmm. She's a therapist, and she was talking about teamwork. And we all, Jayco and I, Reggie and I. How many arguments and disagreements have you and I had? Yeah. I mean, like yelling at each other, yeah. right? Yeah. J. Cole, how many? Countless. We're, we're talking years <laughs> of this, right? We're talking, Decades. We're talking, right? Mm -hmm. and, and at the end of the day, I know you ain't out to screw me. Right. You're not out to screw me. You and all of us, you know, we're not out to get one another. I hope that we get to a point. That we go, okay, 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 guys. Okay. Here, and let me say this. I know I'm going on, but this is the thing. We all are one good generation removed 
from object poverty. Like, yes. real. Yes. Like, yes. let's stop so. playing, people. Very much so. Let's stop playing. Your grandmother and grandfather were part of a bus boycott that could not ride on buses yes. to get to do to labor get, work. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, so mm-hmm. let's stop with the bougie, stop with the new black shit, yes. and let's be real. Yes. A lot of us are living with parents. A lot of us are are trying to make it to, to tax season to tax season. Mm-hmm. We have no liquid money. Right. We are n- nobody I know is twenty five k liquid. Right. I know. I, no, that's not true. I got a couple partners that I know, but it's me though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's me though. Man, oh man. So you know, but the majority of us are not. I hope that after this, we all got the pain out. We all got a hurt out. We all got a disappointment out, and say, all right, that's over. How can we rebuild? Exactly. How can we make this actually? happen what do we need to do what do we need to do can i give a first tip to them start laterally exactly Issa Rae had a video that went viral it was a meme and she talked about how she built what she built she wasn't trying to reach up here she reached among her network that was here that's how we matter we together we like it's not up here it's laterally right here and that's how you build together and make moves can i can i add j cole wants to add his two cents on this yeah stop bringing white people into the fold until the foundation is strong yes Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. you could start i don't care how Mm -hmm. allied we are don't let us in Mm -hmm. until the foundation is there Mm -hmm. all right this is why FCN is awesome. <laughs> All right. And I'm glad we got it out. Like, yeah. I'm glad that we got it out. And, you, you know, because we, we talked about it. And at first we were afraid because we were like, oh, yeah. we got these relationships. Right. But at the same time, it, it is about accountability. Yes. Exactly. It's about accountability. You know, uh, and I, I love everybody involved. Uh, whether or not anybody cares for me, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. It's about, like we said, about giving. I'm giving love, I'm giving admiration, I'm giving my support. Now, whether or not you take that and receive it and want to re-sow that into me, mm-hmm. hey, that's up to you, not mm-hmm. me. So, I don't know. What we got next, Miss? Uh, Kanye on Twitter made a statement about a very conservative black woman, Candace Owens, that I like the way she thinks. Woo-hoo-hoo. What do you th- Okay. Uh, y'all know anything about Candace Owens? Uh, she's she's kind of all white black like she is she is like what do they call it? the red pill the yeah, red, red pill, pill conservative yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something like and so I, I'm gonna be very let me be very clear here I didn't know who she was no, me neither I didn't know who she was until he started and shot through the roof with this tweet. yes yes I as soon as he sounds like okay who, who, who is this and you know so let's let me say this. Did you watch any videos of her after you saw this to go look at who she was? Because I did. And what happened? It was a video. She was at a huge uh, stage with a white guy. There were black people protesting in the back. There were some black people in the audience. And she went in on them and said, when are you going to let go of being a victim and being a victim? It's your grandparents that went through all the stuff that you keep talking about. Jim Crow, slavery, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you are in a whole nother time and you need to live victoriously, right? Yeah. She said a couple of things. I went, ah, I doubt. She's like, here, there's some black people up here right here agree with me but y'all back there still living in pain when are y'all gonna come into the future and start really building a future instead of being in the past she also is it's just very much in black people are a different space now and we need to act accordingly that 
that is what I saw. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, eh. but with looking at Kanye's tweet, I do like the way she thinks. I don't know if I agree with the statement she was making, but I can see you trying to just kind of flip something on his head and and say black people should just think differently. And, and I, I, this is where me and Ray kind of talked about it a little bit before. Uh, with Kanye and the way that he tweets, mm-hmm. um, it's very like the thing, whatever's at the top of my mind right now, I'm sending it out. Right? <laughs> and he doesn't do a lot of um, reading of the room. It's not receiving of inf- it's. Oh. It's all just sending out. These are my thoughts. Uh, I'm trying to build something. Like, like mm. Kanye, all of his thoughts. His thoughts have been just scattered through his tweets. Um, if he had just took a moment to kind of see where we are right now, mm-hmm. I think he would have said, you know what? Maybe this one, mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. the Candace uh, Owen, maybe I could save that one until I'm able to kindly fully expose on how I really feel. Like, mm. what about her thinking uh, resonates with mm. me? Instead of just saying, I like the way that Candace on because on Twitter you uh, no room for nuance. No room for nuance. <laughs> you say Candace um, Owens, and I immediately see red pill, and I immediately see um, Donald Trump, and, mm-hmm. I, and I see the pictures that you taking with Donald Trump. So what? So what you really saying, Kanye? Right. And this was not the avenue for that. If you were trying to say I like the way black people um, come together, uh, we need to move past this, and we need to to create our own, and we need to do. I get it. I get it, Kanye. I'm with you 100%. Mm-hmm. But this ain't the avenue for that. This ain't the avenue for that. Agreed with that. Agreed. Yeah. I Okay. So I get jammed up. Okay. Because uh, first and foremost, I am an out and proud black conservative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am. Right? But there's a lot of stuff there that I contradict with. Right. In being a conservative. So over the years, we now kind of get it to where I am more of a moderate. Like I, I'm not very liberal though. I'm not. I am not very liberal. He's not. I, I'm not. You know, <laughs> uh, I'm very fiscally responsible. Uh, I am very old world mm-hmm. conservative. Like you know, well, we should do it this way. You know, mm-hmm. my grandparents raised me. My mother raised me. My father raised me. So I just you know, mm-hmm. church, God country like mm-hmm. I'm sorry I believe in that you know right. I you call it corny you can mm-hmm. call it whatever you want to but I believe in it and I love it I am American mm-hmm. I was born here I am from here mm-hmm. I don't care where my family is from <laughs> I'm American I don't care what other language they speak I don't care what conquered last name that I have <laughs> what conquered tongue and dialect <laughs> I speak at the end of the day, I don't need, like when people get mad when they like you speak English. No, bitch, I speak American. Cause I, my my American and your British English ain't the same. No, okay, it's called a cookie. It's not a biscuit. A biscuit is a southern flour based delicacy that you pull apart. You slide some butter between. Ooh, yes. What's some honey? You can drizzle a little some honey. I still butter need butter in mine, no baby. I still need butter in my biscuit. <laughs> I'm all about butter and biscuits. <laughs> I'm here slapping all my butter on all these biscuits. <laughs> and that was very uh, uh, double entendre. Yes. Sexual. Yeah, sexual. Yeah, in you in That's where his liberalism comes yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, it's, you know, you live in a world where when you're black and you're conservative, you're afraid 
to say as such because mm-hmm. that's right. We're supposed to be marching and putting our fists up and, and democratic and, and, and very you know. democratic. And I'm like, listen, and I, I, I will say this: I don't know what the Democrats have done for y'all. I don't know what the Democratic Party have done for y'all. You know, like uh, Barack Obama was in office. I don't know what he done for y'all. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, y'all. Now everybody's getting woke. We all mm-hmm. know the Clintons did y'all in. Hillary did y'all. Bill William Jefferson, the first black president, did your black ass in. Mm-hmm. The crack laws, the mm-hmm. privately owned prisons that Kanye was talking about. Like, you know, but it's, it's such a he reminds me a lot of me. We come from a very close proximity to one another, uh, growing up wise. And I think when Donda died, like people said, when Donda died, yeah. his blackness died. And you can't divorce, like you can't divorce the fact that you didn't sold your soul yes. into the Kardashian. Yes. Uh, what's the other family last name? Uh, Jenner. Jenner. Kardashian Jenner family, and everybody once they get into yeah. you know that Lazarus pit. Yeah. They come out new yeah. and they're weird. And Tristan Thompson is sitting on the bench still. Right. You know, still. he can't even play. The, the the one dude that was with Chloe before that was playing basketball, who was the Oh Lamar, Lamar. Lamar. He was he yeah. was done. Yeah. Like, you know, and and all of what? And and all of what? So it's just scary. I, I don't know much about her. I saw her videos. I think Kanye, you said something about him not reading the room. Yeah. There still is reading the room there. I have to read the room because it's some stuff that I believe that I don't go to Twitter with. It's a lot it's of stuff that lot. I believe that I don't go to exactly. Twitter with. But I'm going to say can't. this stuff. You, exactly. Somebody like Candace and anybody. When you are loud in social media, mm-hmm. you are trying to be seen. Mm-hmm. That's right. You are trying to draw attention to yes. yourself. So you can curate a following. Mm-hmm. So you can be placed above and put on high to get that blue check mark right. to become an influencer. That's right. And a th- like all of them bullshit titles right. that get you in trouble later and get your ass up. Would you say the thing that famed you was a, a defame you? Well, defame you. Yep. Yeah. You know, and so it's just a slippery slope. So I keep a lot of opinions to myself. But these people don't want that because they want to be as loud as possible. They want to be as polarizing as possible so they can garner the biggest That's following right. exactly. as possible. And keep those checks coming in the exactly. door. Exactly. And, again, there's no nuance on Twitter. Never. So, if you're going to tweet something that says, well, and see, like some, this is Kanye's, you no, know, only free thinkers. Like, it's just kind of vague kind of things. That but that was what he followed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> I love the way that Candace Owens thinks. If you're going to send something like that, on a platform that gets a, a, a immediate response mm-hmm. from the people who are your fans mm-hmm. or your enemies alike, you're gonna need to be able to elaborate and explain it. <laughs> That's the reason why they add the add tweet. Yeah, add tweet. Exactly. You, you give me plenty exactly. of room to, to explain yourself. Yikes! All right, Kanye. The second topic: Barbara Bush. She died at the age of ninety-two, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Barbara Bush is the wife of the first George Bush yes. president, and there's the picture after the uh, the uh, funeral of um, a lot of former presidents and first ladies at the funeral in support of the still living first George Bush. And a lot of people are like, "Oh my goodness, Trump is not there," and it said that he wasn't there because he didn't want to be a distraction at the funeral. Mm. 
you can see that there's Obama and his wife, uh, second George Bush and his wife, and the Clintons are there as well as Melania. And, and, and also read, random lady number 17 in the background <laughs> made it in the past. <laughs> Why did, this, is, this was posted by NBC. Why did they not crop, crop that picture? I don't know, but that purse with that cheetah, is that leopard? That's leopard. And that's inappropriate funeral type. Yeah. Inappropriate. She's showing a lot of She is showing a lot. Whew. Mm. <laughs> Okay, what are your thoughts about that? Um, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you could have made your ass uh, that. Listen, um, there's only been 45 uh, presidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fraternity. It's um, a brotherhood of sorts. Yeah. Um, you need to be there to, n- not only to ingratiate yourself with um, past presidents, but also to, this is just a paying respect to someone who meant something to America. Um, you got to be there. Can I, you know, I fact check this. Mm. That, that's my job here. So it is not required for a sitting president mm. to go to the funeral of a former first lady. And so I actually have seen pictures at former first lady funerals mm. and the sitting president is not it's there. Not a, okay. So who recently died? Uh, it was Carter's Carter, still alive. Reagan, I think it was Reagan who might have passed Reagan away. Reagan <laughs> Someone, I just saw the pictures. Uh, it was like Ford's wife was in the picture. Carter's mm. wife was in the picture. I forget who uh, died, but Obama was not there. Mm. Uh, she was there, and it had to be really early in the presidency because her hair wasn't quite laid yet. Mm. Uh, so, but it is not required uh, by the governmental policies, rules, procedures, or etiquette for a for, for a sitting president to be at. Uh, a former first lady's funeral. Now I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, the optics of it, though. The optics. You you make yourself it. make make yourself available. I know you. If I was his uh, PR, I, listen, listen, fam. I know we got rules that say you don't have to go, but I'm a strongly advise that you make your ass available. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm uh, Trump's peer, I'm going to be like, nah, I'm going to need you to just, I don't need no extra headlines about you being nowhere. No, you don't need to be there. Send Melania. Melania took two guests. Uh, it was a butler and somebody else who had a relationship with the Bushes, but she, she took someone else. I, I, I would have advised him, nah, you you doing too much. You stay seated. He's, he is, is right now, his own quote-unquote supposed party is Fractured beyond recognition, this would have been a big move for the Republican Party for it, him to just show his been. face at a former Republican president's wife's funeral. And a well-respected uh, Republican. That's that's very yeah. true. Yeah, well, well-respected. well-respected family. Uh, I mean, listen, Bush's whole name holds weight. Yeah, you just need to be there. You just need to be there, shake hands, kiss babies, be there, put on a good face because. It means something not only to the party, but just to the seat in the office and the, 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 the times that we're in right now. You just need to be Let, let me say this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to change some thoughts that I have about Donald J. Okay. And it, it's a little negative. Why am I laughing? And, and here's why. <laughs> he is not as oblivious as we... No, he is not. He knows... He know, and someone told him, like, dude, you have a way of making everything about you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to sit your ass here. You cannot yes. be pulling the Donald Trump grandstanding, grabbing people's hands, pulling them in. Dude, you just send, send the robot 
send a Slavic robot. Nobody's gonna ask her any questions. You Nobody's know. Oh uh, well, one time I had made goulash <laughs> for the prime minister's cousin of Narnia. 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 Like <laughs> you know, like she's a moron. But I love the fact that she sat next to Barack and she listen. She, you she, ever cheese? Yes. Did you ever see? Look at this. Look at this picture. Now. <laughs> listen. She was you. You ever see when somebody trying not to have a good time? And you're like, look, look. I cannot be out here and giggling and on my own girl. No. And Michelle, like, baby, go finesse that hoe. Yeah. <laughs> Get, 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 these get, get these pictures. Let's get a news cycle for the next yeah. couple months. You know, you know Barack is putting that charm on. You him. know it. Hey, Melania, you know, my daughter name is actually very close. <laughs> Your name. So, but uh, back in the day, I used to date uh, my fair share of white women that looked a lot like you. And no, I seen so, one did not. So, Michelle's cool. What did she been know? <laughs> you know, this marriage. Has been pretty much a sham. <laughs> I don't know what to do all that black women. I don't know what to do. So I'm gonna sit next to you because I know how to relate to moronic white women. You ever heard this joke? <laughs> oh my god, y'all. Okay. Any more comments about the, this this particular story? Yeah, I, I just think like Reggie said, the optics is definitely the optics. It's like you know, but he said his wife. Uh, you know, I, can I be honest with you? It, like Reggie said, it's amazing to me how chummy these people are. Very. And they were v- at one point listen, at each other's throat. Pelosi. Yeah. Pelosi. And Clint Hillary. Because it's all a game. It's all a game. game. And they are chumming it up. Somebody even gave him a kidney. Somebody gave Herbert Walker a kidney. Mm -hmm. Not just the kidney. Yeah. They give him the melon. (laughs) But it's it's just funny to me, you know. And and we should look at that and go, why are we so quick to fracture our our country over party lines? When at any point in time they would get together, break bread, have fun, have a drink, uh, swap wives, they would do whatever. They don't care. No, I'm. I it's mean, all it's all a part of the game. It's all a part of the game. And they know that. And they know it. And they know it. It's Coke or it's Pepsi, man. Yeah. It's red. It's blue. It, when you really go and look at how many things fall into yeah, red or one blue. One of the other. Yeah. that's red or blue. Nikki yeah. or Cardi. It, yeah. <laughs> Beyonce and nobody apparently. <laughs> Other topic, uh, Tiffany Haddish posted a uh, video of her in a van with a bunch of friends and a heck of a lot of luggage and went off on TMZ. We have that video? We do. I'm playing it. All right. Let me tell you how fucked up this shit is out here, okay? Uh, I fly into LA. Fly into Los Angeles. LAX. TMZ standing there, like, with the camera. Want to take a picture. We got umpteen thousand bags, all right? The man standing up on the pillar watching me and my girls, it's all of us, load this SUV up, this Escalade up all by ourselves. He stood there and watched us do it, holding the camera, stood there and watched us. As soon as we finish, he gonna come over and be like, can I ask you some questions? If you don't get the fuck out of my face trying to ask some goddamn questions, you could have been helping us. I would have stood there and talked to your ass for 30, 45 minutes. I would have told you, every- I would have told you who the fuck bit me ass. I would have been standing, I would have told you every motherfucking thing you would have helped us with these heavy ass bags. You lazy motherfucker. I know your mama raised you better than that standing there. He stood up, leaned up against the wall next to the car and watched us. 
bitch. She's absolutely right. Hmm. I, I feel her uh, a thousand percent. Um, but this it goes to uh, what me and J. Cole was kind of speaking about um, in pre-pro. Um, there's no training of these uh, mm. these journalists, or what we call them journalists anymore. Mm -hmm. Listen, you can. What my, my my grandmother used to say, you can get catch all the bees with uh, honey rather than vinegar. Mm -hmm. Like all he had to do was go help. Go, yeah, yeah, I got this, I got this, and I guarantee, after he did that, she would have been. Uh, she would gave him a yeah. full interview. Been. Cordial, then Tiffany had she would have Tiffany had it set up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and you know what? If let me tell you something, you, you're absolutely right here on that point. And what's funny is, trust me, have seen me do it. I will. I, I drop this like, let me help you here because this is the right thing to do. Set the camera down and be like, no, Tiffany, go sit over there. I'm gonna put this. You a guy, and just load that luggage in. Like, hey, where you want to put this in? Like, yes. Hey, do you you know? Do you mind if I if I get five minutes of your time? Like hell yeah, you right. you know what I mean. And right. he would listen, like you said, you would have got the most on Tiffany Hatcher. Yes. Now instead of that, instead of that, exactly, you, you got the ire of Tiffany Haddish, who now anybody with TMZ, you mess with the agency, yes. you mess yes. with this yes. news agency yes. because from here on out she's like. TMZ, yes. you right. know what I mean? Like, right. and she ain't gonna forget who that dude she is. She has like, never. And, and it's like you know the funny thing though about TMZ in LA, that was a job that I never did. I almost made porn. I almost not me, like Brando, not me, but filming, I, filming. Yeah. I almost got into production because yeah. when you get when you get to LA, no seriously, yes, when you get to LA, it's only a, a few jobs that's readily available for you in production. And, and bills need to get paid. And, they, and one of them is pornography. The other is running around with the camera. Mm. And trying to record celebrities Yikes. and selling it to sites. Yep. Yikes. And you got like, I got this footage. I got this footage. Like these guys, that's why you see them out. I, I knew guys, man, that had their camera in their hand mm -hmm. ready. I mean, it was it's sad. Like they go to restaurants and just sit out there because that's how they make their money. Yikes. And I just didn't like it. I just mm -hmm. didn't want to be a vulture. Right. You know what I mean? Because I actually have talent. Exactly. No, I'm not being dangerous. I, I, being real. I actually have talent. And so this guy, he he blew it, and he messed up the organization. Yeah. And Levin should, you know, oh, he he should he should really have a conversation with people that's you know working in the name of TMZ. Yes, to be like, hey, fam, you got to do better. Like we got to, you, you know, I know the stuff moves, and you don't always get situations like that. But if you have the moment to take time. And become friendly with them, and you know what I mean. Even though they're it in pays. transit, it pays. It pays. And uh, again, this speaks to the the lack of training. Yes. The lack yes. of uh, just the lack of coach. Like, listen, they, all you had to do was be a, a gentleman. Yeah. That's all you had to be, and you would have got this the, the story yeah. that you desperately wanted, man. I was gonna say, like, it does touch on the topic of chivalry. Yeah. Like, listen, I use mass transit. You will not believe the number of men that will get on the bus before the women with young children. They won't hold, get up for no seats. They don't hold no doors. They like, it's like, oh my goodness. And you, you this this speaks to that culture yes. that you can sit and lean against the car and watch women put luggage on a car and not even offer and to can help. Can we say this? Um, okay. If this was Nicole Kidman. If this was uh -oh. oh Lord. I mean I'm just being real. Ah, uh, you are. If this was I don't know, um, run of the mill white 
white mm -hmm. lady. You think he's helping? Yes, yes, I absolutely do. Okay. Yes, I absolutely do. Okay. I hadn't even thought of that, but okay. you are absolutely right. He okay. would have put that camera down. He would have done exactly. He would have done whatever he needed to do. Yes. Okay, that's yes. all. Yes. He would have done whatever he needed. So treat Tiffany just like you would treat anybody else. You want to get the story? Treat her just the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having better teach them. Like uh, we're in the business of getting the interviews, fam. So you need to do this all the time because you need a. It'll be a repeat. It'll be a repeat. You, like you're gonna need to talk to Tiffany another next time. time. Next time Tiffany come through, she can. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell you though. I don't know if y'all ever watched TMZ. I, I don't watch it, but I've seen it. Mm -hmm. They're just as happy with celebrities snapping at them as they are with getting some yeah, kind so of content. Mm -hmm. So they really give no fucks about that and will keep doing what they're doing. Um, he probably got some kind of footage or something. I mean, mm -hmm. if she really did call him a bitch, they're probably laughing about that yeah, and broadcasting it and saying, ha ha. And then, of course, there's going to run into stereotypes. They'll yeah. push that narrative. Oh, no. So you're suggesting that he might have done this even deliberately? No, he didn't. Her snap? No, he didn't do it. He didn't do it deliberately. He He's stupid and didn't think about it. No. But he doesn't care is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Either All right. way. All right. Yikes. Yeah. And that, and to J. Cole's point, that's real. Um, when this comes on, probably Monday, I don't know when they do TMZ, uh, mm -hmm. their show. They're probably, yeah, they're probably going to spin it and they're going to have a little discussion and probably talk about the stereotypes. Should he have helped her and all mm -hmm. of that? They're going to actually use her footage as well. Yeah, sure <laughs> she just contributed to their content. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> All right, next and last story. It's prom season, y'all. And uh, pictures go up of all your children looking amazing. And yay, my kid's going to prom. But there is a trend of dads uh, taking pictures with their daughters. Taking pictures with their daughters and their dates holding guns. Stop being corny, fam. Stop being corny, fam. Listen, if it's my son. You hold, a, you hold a gun, I'm right there with, and we're going to have some problems. We're going to be talking. It ain't going to be about the gun. Mm. We're going to be talking. It's going to be some, some furniture moving. Stop being corny. Stop being corny and stop playing with other people's kids. You think it's a mm. joke. You think it's a joke, but I see black kids getting shot at all the time. Stop it. Stop it. Let's just end it there. Stop it. That's a great point. It is. That's a really great point. I, and, you know, I, I almost don't want to you know what I mean this is what we do we have counter arguments you know and but I do think that it speaks to America and it's kind of grotesque yeah. that hey let's have a gun in a picture pointing at a human being I don't care if it's down I don't care you have a gun in a picture with a human being and you know the funny thing about this is this went viral but mm -hmm. if you google mm -hmm. dad gun prom joke this has been going on yes. for decades. This has been going on for a long time. And it's like, you know what I find, and I want to say this, you know what I find to be disturbing? All these dudes with these guns pointed at these dudes. Fuck somebody's mama. Exactly. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get there. I was going to get it. This comes from a culture 
of men all of a sudden wanting to protect women yes. when you have a daughter. Yes. You was being a fuckboy and screwing over bitches. Excuse me, I'm sorry, trigger. No, but really. Of your whole life, but now you get a daughter and now you see women as human beings as rather human than being. objects. And that is what is the what? most disgusting part Do of the entire thing. Do you see as a human being or just a possession? I, because it could, this it could be property. my possession. I'm protecting property. My daughter. Because he ain't doing it for anybody else's daughter. You ain't going to treat oh, my daughter Jesus. like this. Yes. And listen, listen, Jay, whether you got the gun or not, she's still fucking fam. <laughs> so whether you put the gun <laughs> on her or not, if, it, if she decides she wants to, she's going to. You ain't stopping it. So stop So stop the charades and stop. Listen, we got to stop this overly masculine Cause you ain't doing it to the, you know what you're doing for your son? Hey, here's a condom. That's right. Here's a condom. That's, That's the only right. amount of protection that you're giving for your son. That's right. You ain't saying, hey, you're gonna treat her with respect. That's you're gonna right. do, you just say, hey man, here's a condom. I know how you guys get done. Ha So stop. Here's the other part of that. You not actually gonna shoot him. You not. In which case, he now has lost respect for you because you threatened him and you not gonna carry. I, I was raised. I was raised. If you gonna pull the, if you gonna pull the thing out, you hey. better use it. Hey. And don't pull the thing unless you playing the bang, man. Yeah. So that's how. That's hey. how I live, man. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be real honest with you. Uh, we just watched the show called On My Block, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where he pulled the gun out, had him on the floor, and he's like, man, fam, don't do it. And he's like, hey, look, I'm not going to do it. We're going to make it look like it. And guess what happened? Yes. You put a gun in my face. Yes. I'm coming You're for coming you. For yes. I'm, and listen, that's real that life. That is real life. That's real. Oh, you didn't kill me? You a dead man. I know. Listen, you a I know dead there's, man. A, there's a guy sitting in jail right now, one of my classmates. He got a gun pulled out on him. Mm. At the gas station, you know what he decided to do? Mm. They were they kind of broke up. He decided to track him down. He murdered him. Oh, God. This is real. Oh, Lord. Play around with you. Play around if you want to. What in the world? A shot. And and, 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 and this is, listen, who sent they black boy? Who sent they black child to be treated like this? I would have, listen, I would have pulled up at Jose's house. Me and Jose, we would have had a, a conversation, and it would have been my hands in his fucking teeth. You ain't pulling out no gun on my son. He's gonna treat your daughter right. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna treat him like some like like a like dog. a criminal. Yo, that's that's and look, and I made sure that we put this picture in because this ain't just a white thing. Nah, this is this is it. Look at this. Look at this. I can't look at it. He anymore. got a shot and assault. Mm-hmm. Pointed Shotgun. at him. Pointed at him. And she's like, "Yeah." And you know what? Hmm. You giving a handy J in the limo. Hmm. You, I mean, you doing that? Yes. You doing it? Like you? This whole, it's it's gross. It's all gross. the way around. It is. It's, it's gross. It's all, disgusting. Like man. you got to know who your kids are before you start pulling. I, I do want to ask a question. Did you or did you not laugh at the scene in Bad Boys Two? Alright, uh, I've had this discussion. Uh-huh. Yes, I laughed at the scene in bad. You know what? I was 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was 15. And I thought, you know what? Me and my guy, man, when I have a daughter, this is what we're going to do. You know what? I grew up and I was like, nah, man, this this is kind of ridiculous. I ain't got to intimidate no no dude. He going to know just from being around, hey, treat her right. Treat her with respect. Like, whatever y'all got to do, whatever y'all do, y'all do. I'm not going to be that type of parent where you're going to be afraid to talk to me. It's just not going to happen. Because at the end of the day, if she come to me and says, Dad, I told him no. Wait, you what? Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. What happened? We were hanging out and this and that, and he got really handsy and aggressive. 
I told him no, and it went someplace that I, you know. Then, then, all another conversation. But let me be honest with you. These some hoes out here in my bloodline, and if you know somebody like you, like you in control of this situation. Yeah, I mean, I gave the box, and it's like, well, I mean. I can't. I can't be pulling out no gun. Nope. If I if I'm gonna put a gun on somebody's nope. lawn, hey, keep your legs nope. closed, nigga. Like, don't bring home don't no bring babies. No babies. <laughs> don't bring in no babies. Don't be having no prom dumpster baby oh. that you gotta throw away because you want to bang the white boy and you know you can't bring that baby here. So now that baby gotta be picked up by some Pakistani family now because he looks Middle Eastern and live with them now. It's just all bad. It's all, just it's, the, the escal- using violence as escalation. Okay, to try to get somebody to do something you want to do, rather than as you're saying, talk to your daughter about these things. And if some boy want having conversations with him, like it, it's all using violence to control. Like it's it's the American way. Why am I tripping? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's our love affair with uh, it's guns. The American our, way. Our, 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 um, our love affair with. Uh, uh, sex, uh, sexism and yeah. it, it's so much happening. It's so it's much sexism. going on, man. It's racism, yeah, it's, it's it's a lot going on. Look at hey, look at this guy. He's a cop. Yeah. Ah, macho. Man, listen, and, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. You couldn't do that to 18 year old Reggie. 18 year old Reggie, as soon as the gun would have came out, has been like, yo, yo, what what we doing? What we doing? Like, wait, wait a minute. 18 year old Ravo <laughs> Hey uh Fuck you and your dad yes. See you uh, when I see you I'm I'm bouncing You ain't pulling Who is no she crying after that Yes Who is she crying after that Well he won shit That's why he left Like yeah. that's exactly how that okay. conversation would have went huh? Who What a show How long was this show today No One hour 40 minutes later <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a wrap for us, folks, here at the Sunday edition. I've uh, had the, the Reggie Mathis here and the Revolution, and Jayco is it back there on production and including Ralphie Martz. That's his handle, yes. Yeah, on yes. Twitter. Ralphie Martz was also a contributor on today's episode. I think that was his debut on the Sunday edition, yes? yes. So, yay, yay, it's a Ralphie. All right, so tonight we do have Speak on It at 7 p.m. Uh, now, with this now. <laughs> Discussing all things relationships, I I think they're talking about how to keep a good woman for men today. How to keep a woman. So uh, yeah, make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Go get a snack, use the bathroom, whatever you do, and come back to watch uh, Nikila Shannon and Mr. Majors. This has been another episode of the Sunday Edition. Share share it with your friends. Retweet it, like it, do all those things. Let people get on the conversation. And we appreciate you guys for watching. Thank you so much, and we will see you all next time.